0: This podcast is sponsored by Blue Butterfly, the go-to cocktail bar and place to meet on Earl Street Maidstone. bluebutterfly.co.uk Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
0: Nicola Everett. Hello it's Friday September the 24th thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast hope you're okay on another gloriously sunny day in Kent and I will have an update for you on what the weather is looking like over the weekend in just a bit but we're going to start off today with reaction to yet another insulate Britain protest in the county this time it wasn't on the M25 but at the port of Dover Campaigners sat across the entrance and exit to the port at around 8 this morning. Another group were on the nearby A20. Two men also climbed on top of tankers. Well, first, let's hear from Craig Scudder, who's a spokesperson for Insulate Britain. I chatted to him shortly after the protest started this morning and asked why they're still doing it, despite an awful lot of backlash on social media.
2: Every day this winter, 95 people will die from fuel poverty. That is a fact that happens year in, year out. Now, you've got to weigh up whether or not we are comfortable with there being some risk to actually make a stand against that and get the government to act. And we very much hope that there are, um, well, there's very little inconvenience to members of the public because the government will actually take notice and start acting. And obviously, we very much hope that no one is injured. But we do know every day this winter, 95 people will die from fuel poverty. And all we're asking is the government to actually acknowledge that they can do more than they are currently doing. You know, there's a lot of rhetoric from Boris, but there is very little action. And it isn't us saying that. It's the government's own climate change committee that are saying that. They're failing on every single target that they've been set. By their own committee.
0: The protest started a couple of weeks ago. Was there any reason why you, you started protesting at this particular point in time? Because obviously the, the climate thing has been building up for quite a while, but we now seem to have got into a position of so much going on with the lack of lorry drivers. We're not getting food in our supermarkets. that We're now running out of fuel at, at petrol stations. You've got protesters blocking the road. Are you worried that your message could perhaps get swallowed up in all the other things that seem to be going on at the moment that are causing so much disruption across the country
2: i think it might actually work in our in our favor you know if the government are under pressure from so many different directions this is an easy win for them you know their their own targets need to be hit legally and at the moment they're actually not enacting the policies to get where they themselves have said they need to be they could actually say, you know what, we're going to have you guys in for a meeting. We've got so many other balls in the air. Let's put this to bed. Okay, we're going to enact some policy. They could do that. It's in their hands. And maybe, because as you say, there are so many other issues affecting the country at the moment, maybe this is one that they will choose to put to bed. And You know, we've got COP around the corner, um, where Boris is actually going to have to come out with the policies You know, you can't just talk the talk, you've got to walk the
0: walk. Well, it took police around 20 minutes to arrest all those involved in the action today. 17 have been detained. Doug Bannister is the Chief Executive Officer at the Port of Dover. This is what he said in a statement voiced by our reporter Jamie.
3: The port has implemented its tried and tested resilience plans in order to deal with the impact of the protest. The port has consistently shown its ability to deal with such challenges and today's targeted activity shows once again the importance and symbolism of Dover to the nation as a critical trade and tourism artery on which the UK continues to rely. We're working with our customers and the police authorities in managing the situation and apologise to our community for any disruption being caused by a situation not of our making.
0: Well, as with the protests on the M25, it's caused a lot of disruption on the roads today, which will take hours to clear. These were some of the people stuck in the traffic. I'm naked. Nine hours' drive. I've travelled from Strasbourg. It's just doing my heading. I work with vulnerable children, and I was supposed to be in work today. I just think they can do this another way.
3: Everybody's got eating bills, but they all want food on their tables, and this lot ain't helping.
0: Earlier in the week, we told you on the podcast how an injunction had been granted making it illegal for them to block the M25 following days of protests at locations including Darford and Swanley. Anyone arrested could face up to two years in prison. However, today's action wasn't on a motorway. Well, Thanet MP Craig McKinley leads a backbench group set up to scrutinise the government over its plans for net zero carbon emissions. Lucy's been getting his reaction to the demos.
1: I mean, this is uh, designed to be uh, intrusive, obstructive, and to uh, ruin the lives of, of many people in Kent and across the whole of the South East. I mean, it's, it's no surprise that uh, Insulate Britain are going for some of these very important key assets and routes uh, because they're at, the, at maximum disruption. It's completely mad because many of the aims of Insulate Britain. Have been met and are being met, and more money has been spent on the type of proposals that they're looking for by this government than ever, ever before. Um, but it's, you know, you have to wonder, you know, what is this all about? Is it just pure anarchy, a, a quasi Marxist group spin off of uh, Extinction Rebellion, who just wants to cause maximum upset? But this has to stop. I mean, not least Dover being a, a really major route in and out of the country. And I don't need to tell you, we have. Uh, pressures on various supply chains at the moment across the the country uh, whether it's related to you know drivers DVLA issues uh, and and anything else you fancy we are under some strain at the moment and uh, we've got those energy costs which are uh, problematic at the moment and, and yet another problem just because you don't like something does not give you the right to upset and interfere with the lives of uh, you know potentially millions of people in the southeast so i'm sorry I, you know no matter what they they think good that they're doing uh, this is not the way to do it otherwise we end up with an anarchistic society which doesn't serve anybody at all and you know i go back to my comments that we're actually doing more i mean i've got concerns about the the speed and the Um, you know whether it's even possible to do the the type of net zero proposals by 2050 Uh, but you know putting that aside this government is doing more uh, towards those environmental aims of insulate Britain and Extinction Rebellion and whoever else you might fancy uh, than any other government has attempted before I mean do they really want us to start going back to living in the stone age I'm sure they don't and I know for a fact the people of Kent don't Um, There are political processes to get these things done. They are being done at quite some speed and scale. So what they're doing is just wholly unacceptable.
0: At Kent Online today, you can see footage of the protests. Read more background information on why Insulate Britain are carrying out these protests, and you can let us know what you think. Are there better ways to get the message across, or is the government doing enough? And how concerned about climate change should we be? We'd love to know your views. You can leave a comment on the story or on our socials.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: Another huge story today is about supply chain problems, which are now affecting fuel. You might have noticed some empty shop shelves in recent weeks as supermarkets struggle to get deliveries of food and drinks they need. Well, now forecourts are being disrupted too. BP, Esso and Tesco are among the firms experiencing problems and it's not because of a lack of fuel but a shortage of lorry drivers to get supplies where they're needed. We're being urged not to panic buy but unfortunately that hasn't stopped many people heading out to their nearest petrol station. Our reporter Alex G was in Westmoreland earlier.
3: Well there has been nothing short of chaos on Kent's roads today as petrol stations and garages up and down the county have been inundated with drivers panic by fuel for their vehicles amid the ongoing hgv crisis we have had reports from every corner of kent that some petrol stations have been so busy that they have in fact run out of every kind of fuel some reporting that their pumps were drained as early as 12 noon today in some other places queues have been stretching back almost for miles as drivers wait to fill their tanks
0: the transport secretary insists the driver shortage shouldn't last long. Grant Shapps says he's moving heaven and earth to fix the problems by doubling the number of HGV tests available. But some say that's not the only issue and are calling for better wages and the job to be classed as skilled labour. Dan Cook is from Europa Road, a logistics company based in Dartford.
3: It's not a new issue, actually, um, but it's a problem that's getting worse. Um, not helped by the you know the average age of a truck driver is something like 55 56 years old so currently companies are very much having to increase uh, wages quite rapidly um to retain their is- existing drivers um and that's a good thing because it's a skilled profession um it's a very responsible job but in the end it doesn't tackle the problem of the shortage um the solution to that is to it's to create more drivers. We're, we're talking a shortage of hundred thousand people. You, you, you need to create more. So the purpose of our academy um, is to take a person who is interested in a driving career um, who isn't a driver today or might be a driver today um, from zero to being a qualified driver over a period of um, something like six months. Um, and, that, and that's more. just learning to drive a truck there's a lot more to being an hgv driver than just driving the truck so um yeah so that's 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 what we're aiming to do
0: as you mentioned there, there's a lot more to it it's a hugely responsible job have you got any thoughts as to why maybe more people haven't been coming into the profession has it has it been because of wages you mentioned that the wages do need to to go up i mean do you think there's anything that this could be blamed on in particular or is it a range of things
3: I think it's a range of things. I mean, I think historically, you know, it's not a hugely glamorous profession. Um, and I think um, pay has historically not been great. And I think conditions um, have historically and currently are not very good. Um, if you're a driver out on the out on the road, um, where you go for your welfare, toilet, showers, food, whatever it may be, you know, those things are pretty poorly served in the uk they're quite expensive Um, so yeah i think i think they are some of the factors that make the uh, profession less attractive for you know newer younger people to join
0: we will of course keep you updated on this story you can follow developments at kent online we've also got there a travel blog for details of any disruption plus we will have regular updates on our sister radio station kmfm The Kent Online Podcast with Blue Butterfly, Earl Street Maidstone. Some other top stories for you today and a Kent Hospital Trust is being investigated after a mum died from sepsis hours after being admitted. 49-year-old Simone Salwan was taken to Tunbridge Wells Hospital last February after suffering flu-like symptoms and hip and leg pain for four days. She was taken into intensive care and died later that day. Now her family have asked lawyers to look into how it happened. A student been forced to transfer thousands of pounds worth of bitcoin during a knife point robbery in Canterbury. Eight men stormed into the fresher's apartment at Canterbury Christchurch Uni, took his phone and made him tell them passwords to financial apps. Three men were arrested but no charges have been made as police say there wasn't enough evidence. People caught barbecuing or drinking in beauty spots in Canterbury could face on-the-spot fines from next week. The City Council's warning anyone who flouts the new rules may be hit with a £100 penalties. 20 green spaces, including Westgate Gardens and Benacre Wood, will be covered by what are known as public space protection orders. Football could be close to ending a 36-year ban on drink drinking alcohol while watching matches. It's being reported today an independent fan led review, which is being chaired by former Sports Minister and Chatham MP Tracy Crouch will make a recommendation to scrap the rule, starting with a trial in the fourth and fifth tiers. Most other sports like cricket and rugby do allow alcohol to be consumed in seats. Latest figures show the number of people in hospital with coronavirus in Kent has halved since the start of the month. It's gone from 166 in the first week of September to 80 on Tuesday. Covid deaths have risen slightly but remain relatively low and infection rates are also continuing to drop. Meantime, a barber from Medway is hoping he can do his bit to support people who are struggling with their mental health. Jake Cox trained in mental health first aid during lockdown and has now opened a barber shop on St Mary's Island. He reckons having a chat while getting a trim could prevent people who are struggling from falling through the cracks.
4: So I've been a barber for around seven years now um, and I always wanted to create my own brand and eventually have my own shop Um, and I wanted it to go hand in hand with mental health and raising awareness of men's mental health um, it's such a taboo subject that not many people talk about and I think the barbershop is a perfect place um, to be able to sit and talk if you want to talk. Um, a place where you can go and be listened to if you want to, to talk to, to somebody you know. So the name No Bad Days um, actually came from a trip when I went to Cornwall and I saw a sign on a surfing shack And it said, um, surfing days equals no bad days. And that kind of hit me. And I I sort of took that and thought, if you can do one thing every day that you love, you never have a bad day in your life. So kind of allow yourself to have bad moments, bad hours, but don't don't have bad days. Don't tarnish the whole day with the same brush. Um, And yeah, I wanted to... I wanted to create this this brand. I just think it's something different as well. It's not just your generic shop name. It's not just your generic shop. Um, the the mental health um, awareness goes hand in hand with the good quality cuts that you get in the shop and the good quality service. Um, it's an added an added extra if you want it from the shop. The options there. If pe- people know that if they need to talk to me, they can talk to me, which is a really nice thing, you know. Um, but if, like I said, if somebody wants to come in and just talk about football or talk about the news or um, talk about the weather, they can, they can do that. But being um, mental, mental health first aid trained, I'm sort of there and aware to pick up on any signs or signals that people are giving out. Um, and then I can be there to give advice or to give help. And I'm not a professional. Um, I'm not a counsellor. Um, but what I am is a listening pair of ears for people if they do want to come in um and I can then pass them forward to to the appropriate professionals you know
0: He's also donating 10% of profits from product sales to charity Mind
4: Kent Online Reports
0: a reminder, if you're heading out this weekend, that part of the A2 is going to be closed again as major roadworks continue. It'll be shut London-bound from 8 tonight until 6 on Monday morning between the Canterbury Junctions for the A28 and the M2 turn-off at Brenly Corner. Resurfacing work's being done after complaints about potholes. The Dover Street Pastors are marking their 10th anniversary. The volunteers have spent the past decade helping rough sleepers and people on a night out, offering food, hot drinks and making calls for those who are stranded. They're holding celebrations at the One Church this evening. A new art installation is being set up in Medway to honour our unsung heroes. Three giant rings using video, light and sound will display residents' messages and stories of hope. You'll be able to see it at Chatham Riverside for the next few weeks. Celebrations are taking place in Ramsgate this weekend as the Royal Harbour turns 200 years old. It's the only Royal Harbour in the country after King George IV gave it Royal assent, You can read all about its history at Kent Online. And it looks like we might need to make the most of the good weather this weekend. The blast of sunshine we've had this month is set to continue tomorrow with temperatures around 23 degrees. However, it will get increasingly cloudy by tomorrow evening, and there's a chance of heavy thundery showers on Sunday.
1: Kent Online Sports.
0: Cricket and England's women have wrapped up a victory in their one day international series against New Zealand with a game to spare. Kent's Tammy Beaumont scored 16 runs to help them win yesterday's match in Derby. England have a 3 1 lead going into Sunday's final fixture in Canterbury. Congratulations also to Kent, who finished the season with a two-wicket victory over Middlesex in the county championship. It means they win Division Three just days after claiming the T20 Blast Trophy for the first time since 2007. In football, Gillingham head to Oxford United this weekend. It's been a really tough start to the season for Steve Evans' side with just one win from eight games so far. They're currently 19th in the League One table and that's just two points above the relegation places. Well, we've been catching up with midfielder Alex McDonald ahead of the match.
5: We've got a fantastic squad of players, a great manager, uh, and, I, and I'm hearing now that they're, they're run by a, a great owner as well. So it's um, it's a football club that, you know, tries to play in the right way and tries to do things properly. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to be a real tough task. We know the squad of players that they've got and, and the manager that they've got. So, you know, we're, we're going there, you know, knowing it's going to be one of the toughest away days that, that this league can throw at you. I think we are... Drawing too many games, and I think we are leaving. We are not putting together 90-minute performances. We're not putting together large periods of, you know, you have seen on on Tuesday night for 45 minutes we look great, and uh, for 45 minutes not so great. So it's it's now trying to put that together. Uh, we know it's there. We know it's in there. Um, I think that's that's the frustrating part. But you know, like you said, there uh, we're only seven games into it. It, it, it is it is still early days, and it's not, you know, it's not by any means panic button time, so it's, You know, we're well aware of what we've got in the dressing room. We're well aware of what we're capable of doing. It's now putting it together for 90 minutes and hopefully that clicks sooner rather than later.
0: Kick-off tomorrow is at three. And of course, you can follow the action as it happens at kentonline.co.uk. And as golf's Ryder Cup gets underway in America, on the in-depth section of Kent Online, you can read all about the man whose figure adorns the top of the trophy. Henry Abraham Mitchell is said to be the greatest golfer never to win the Open and was the pro at a club in the county around 100 years ago well that's all from us for today thanks ever so much for listening don't forget you can follow us on facebook twitter and instagram plus you can subscribe to the im news app that will give you access to all km group newspapers just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe We do hope you have a fantastic weekend i'll be back with the podcast on monday
1: news you can trust this is the kent online podcast
0: This podcast is sponsored by Blue Butterfly, the go to cocktail bar and place to meet on Earl Street, Maidstone, bluebutterfly.co.uk.